Hi, welcome to episode number 145 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by Fan Booster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try them out for yourself for free by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, speaking of reporting, I'm super excited to bring this topic to you today because I just love geeking out (laughs) about social media reporting. I find that as business owners, sometimes we feel like things aren't working and maybe we're putting in a lot of time and effort. We don't really see the results on social media. And that truly comes from two reasons. One, you don't understand the role that social media plays in your business. And two, you're not actually tracking success metrics. So in this episode, I want to break down the five different types of reporting metrics you should consider in your reports as you're building them out and give you some guidelines for this. Now, this topic today is pulled directly from our framework in the Savvy Social School. So if you're not a member, join us. If you want to get a little sample of what the school is like, check out our free course, onlinedrea.com slash free. I walk you through the framework and um, it's our approach to social media. So definitely check that out. But this comes from the full-length framework course inside of the school. And I want to kind of set the stage for this conversation and talk about the difference between uh, metrics and reporting. Okay. So metrics are like the data points, the actual data that you're pulling from the social media platforms. um, And it's like the numbers, the nitty gritty. Reporting is that story that you tell with that data. Okay, so reporting really pulls all of those metrics together and it should paint a picture of where you are with social media. And so when I talk about metrics and reporting, I do want to kind of make the difference there. All right, so the first type of metric you should look at is community growth. Community growth. And when we think about community growth, typically we start here. This is like followers, likes, subscribers. These are new people in your community. And oftentimes, community growth is one indicator of interest, right? It's a really good place to start for a lot of people. When we look at how many followers someone has, we kind of make a note in our head subconsciously of the success of their project. But we all know followers do not equal dollars in the bank, right? (laughs) One million followers does not equal $1 million in your bank account. So keep that in mind. The number of followers is just an indication of success, okay? All right, so that's the first metric you want to look at. The second metric is impact impact. So we've got community growth, but then we have impact. And I love impact-based metrics because they really help us understand how many people experienced our brand, experienced our social media posts or our videos. So we're looking at things like reach, impressions, video views. We're looking at how many people saw what we put out there in the world. And the reason that you want to start tracking this is because, again, it's a great metric, but the report should show it in relation to some of the other things. So, for example, if you start seeing reach or impressions increase over time, but you're not seeing more followers increase as well, that means a lot of people are seeing your posts, but they're not following. So it's time to examine why that is, right? Maybe it's your message. Maybe it's not the right people. Maybe they don't feel comfortable following because of your topic. Like really start digging into what story those metrics are telling you. 
Okay. So we've got community growth. We've got impact. The next metric I want to talk about is engagement. Now, engagement is also a really great indicator of success. It's an indicator of interest. And it really shows um, that you've got a community behind your brand. Okay. So engagement is things like likes and comments, but you also want to take a look at things like shares and saves because those engagement metrics show kind of like the dark side of social media. And I don't mean dark as in evil. I mean, dark as in like hidden. <laughs> it's like the hidden engagement uh, metric of social media because it's not something that's visible to everyone. No one really can see how many times a post was saved or shared except for you in your metrics. And so when you're looking at things like Facebook and Instagram, and you're looking at these metrics, like how many people actually shared this post, that's a really good indication that you've nailed something there. And honestly, the share uh, metric is one of my favorite ones to report on right now, because it kind of creates a virality behind what you do. We all want people talking about us and our brand. And if someone is looking at your Instagram post and they share it to their stories or they share it to a direct message, that's such a powerful way to share your message. So instead of you saying, look at me and look how awesome I am, someone else is saying, oh my gosh, look how awesome this person is, right? Or this brand or product. Now, when we're looking at engagement as well, I want you to consider engagement rate. So as your audience grows, the rate of engagement should stay the same, okay? So if we're thinking about the percentage of people who engage with our posts, let's say we've got about 10% of our audience at any given time engaging with our post. As our audience grows, we try to maintain that 10%. Now, I will say it does go down. That's perfectly normal and natural especially depending on the, the type of business you have. For example, one of our past clients worked with moms who were um, either trying to conceive or were pregnant. That's about a nine-month timeline, right? So every year or two, her audience is probably going to flip over. Um, at least a, a significant portion of it is. And so when you're looking at engagement rate, that number is probably going to go down over time because not everyone unfollows, but the message may not be relevant to them anymore. You also want to look at engagement quality. This one is not one that is a metric, but something that you should show in your reporting. If someone leaves a comment, even if it's just one comment on one post, but they go, oh my gosh, I just signed up for your course, or I just um, took your service, or I just downloaded your ebook and it's amazing. I can't wait to share it. I mean, that's a really quality piece of engagement. You definitely want to make note of that in your report. All right, moving on. So we've got community growth, impact. We talked about engagement. Um, I also want to talk about intent. So intent is the fourth type of metric that you want to track when you're kind of um, pulling together your reports. And intent is great. Another favorite of mine. I love geeking out about this. Did I say that already? <laughs> <laughs> Another favorite of mine is intent. And what you're tracking here is someone taking one step closer to converting. Okay. So it's not act the actual conversion, but it's showing intent to convert. Okay. What do I mean by this? We're looking at things like profile views, uh, post clicks, even the length of videos that were viewed. Or um, if we're looking at things like Instagram stories, it's like the swipe up feature. Just because someone swiped up doesn't mean they actually looked at your website. It doesn't mean they signed up for your offer. That doesn't mean anything in terms of conversion. What it does mean is they showed an intent to convert. 
Okay. And I do think that this is important to track because if you're seeing a lot of intent, but not seeing conversions, and then you can kind of examine that area in your process and focus on it and see how people can convert, right? But if you're not seeing intent to convert, then that means your call to action needs to be stronger. Maybe people love looking at your post, but they have no intention of looking over at what you do. Okay, so we're looking at things like um, someone clicks over to your profile or even taps the link in your profile, right? Those sorts of things are all tracked. Uh, Social media can get creepy that way, right? You can look at any post and see these metrics on platforms like um, Facebook and Instagram specifically. Um, but you're looking at intent to convert, okay? And this is really important, like I said, to continue to track because as your brand grows, you want to see that intent to convert actually increase as well. Specifically, as you're looking at the success of each post, sometimes we post things that are meant to have an engagement. So the metric you're tracking on that post is whether someone engaged with it But then we also start tracking things like whether people click the link in the bio. And those things don't jive. You really want to have each metric attached to the intent of the post. So if you have a call to action that says sign up for my webinar, you want to see people clicking those links. Okay. You're not probably necessarily going to see likes and comments from that post because you're asking people to click on your webinar. Make sense? Awesome. So we've got community growth, we've got impact, we've got engagement and intent. So the last one is conversion. And you can see we've got five different types of metrics to track here. Conversion is only one. Okay. And I know sometimes we start with followers and we end with conversion, which is great, but there's there's other things in the middle that can help you see if your campaigns are successful. And when we're talking about conversion on social media, yes, we're talking about sales, but oftentimes social media isn't a direct selling tool for a lot of us. It's part of the process, but it's not the first and last thing people do. So when we're looking at conversion as well, I want you to look into things like how many newsletter subscribers did you get? Did people actually sign up to that webinar from social media? You can use Google Analytics to track things like that, whether people looked at your website, how many pages did they click, how long they stayed on the website. Those are great conversion metrics. You can also look at things like podcast downloads in a general sense. We can't really look at how many people converted from social to podcast, but we can generally track things like podcast downloads. So when you're looking at types of conversions, you want to make sure that they align again with the intent of the post. So for example, if you're promoting a lead magnet or a free consultation, you should be tracking how many free consultations you got, okay? Not necessarily how many sales you got. That's not really directly related to social media and that piece of your social media sales funnel. Awesome. So I hope this podcast episode really helped you understand and get a really solid grasp on how to measure the success of your social media campaigns. If you want to learn more, join us in the Savvy Social School. We talk about this in the school. You'll get the full training in the school. This was just a sample of that. And you'll really, um, really get a better understanding of how social media works in tandem with everything that you're doing on social and in your business. That's all for today's episode. I hope to see you for our episode coming up next week. Otherwise, that's all for now. I'll see you then. Bye.